On today's episode of Secrets of Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Isaac Smith from Summit E-Commerce Co. What a great conversation him and I had. Isaac is actually a profit-first professional, and if you guys have been listening to this for a while, you'll know that I'm obsessed with profit-first. I love that system. He helps e-commerce businesses scale using Profit First, using bookkeeping that's Profit First centric. Just a really great conversation. He talked about how, how to scale a team alongside of scaling your revenue and that more revenue doesn't always mean more profit. <laughs> Interesting. Really great conversation and I think you guys will get a lot out of this one. Today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand is brought to you by Mindful Marketing. At Mindful Marketing, they use ads to get you off using ads. Most e-commerce brands rely heavily on Facebook, Google, Snapchat, Twitter, and all the other paid platforms for the majority of their revenue. At Mindful Marketing, they use paid ads to help you build a community of loyal and repeat customers that will exist long after Facebook and Google do. In fact, Mindful Marketing wants to offer you a free e-commerce growth plan that they normally charge $500 for. A recent growth plan customer said, our ROAS tripled overnight after implementing their tactics. These guys are no joke at Mindful Marketing Co. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash grow to claim your free e-commerce growth plan today. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, uh, Jordan West back here. You can tell I'm trying a new, you know, it's been 200 episodes or this might even be somewhere in the 200s here. I'm trying a different way of introing. We don't have any sponsors for this episode. So, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to just be relaxed and make sure we just have a good show, everyone. So today's show is going to be awesome. I have Isaac Smith here. I was actually on his podcast and he has graciously agreed uh, to come on our podcast and I am super, super excited. So Isaac, why don't, uh, for people who don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here on your show. Like you said, we had a great conversation uh, on mine, so this is going to be fun. So quick intro on my background. I've been in e-commerce since about 2014. I, I had I was running my own e-commerce businesses, had some ups, some downs, eventually sold a business in 2019. And since then, I've been doing a few things. I started a podcast that we mentioned. I started a business, uh, some of e-commerce advice. We do bookkeeping for e-commerce businesses, and we also help people build their teams and systems. So that's kind of what's going on in my world. Cool, cool. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to get, getting into it. Uh, this podcast is very practical, tactical. I like when I get messages from people being like, wow, I listen to every episode because I actually get something out of it. And not that other podcasts don't, but I really try and prioritize that. And I think that today is going to be one of those days. Just a quick preamble, people know that I am a obsessed with Profit First. Uh, we've had Mike Michalowicz on the show, absolutely incredible person. Um, and has really transformed the way that I think for now years, the way that I think about profit and the way that I think about business. But it really comes down to actually knowing your numbers, knowing what matters. And so we are going to talk about that. Isaac, can you walk me through when, when you work with somebody in an advisory sort of role, talk to me about what that looks like and what you're looking for um, from the numbers. 
Sure. Well, absolutely. And by the way, I love Mike Michalowicz and love Profit First. We're Profit First professionals. We help people implement that system. I didn't even know that. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. So I guess when people come to us, the first thing is, and I would say it's surprising, but it's after this much time, it's actually not surprising. People really just don't know what's going on at all. And I would say that's okay. I mean, most people are start out that way, but you know, everybody, we've all heard this before you need to know your numbers and so like okay well what does that actually mean and mm-hmm. we all have our own versions of that but really people very often have this really rough idea and the truth is when you have this rough idea and usually you're looking at say a Shopify dashboard or an Amazon dashboard right you're looking at sales this month and that's really driving how you think about your business and we're all going to have these ups and downs and our emotions swing with those numbers, the the top line. (laughs) I can see you're laughing like, yeah, you know what this is about. Everybody listening is going to know what this is about. But the amazing thing is like, so for me, I was running a business like that for years. And I I had an accountant who was supposedly giving me my numbers. And I'd go look at this, like, I don't know what this means, put it off to the side, move on with my day. And I think most people are kind of there. And what I discovered, I mean, it's a much longer story, but I'll just give you the very brief thing. In 2018, my business was in decline, or so I thought that Shopify number was getting smaller and smaller for months. And I was starting to freak out like total panic. And so long story short, I decided to sell the business. The broker wanted the numbers and I didn't feel comfortable giving them the numbers that I had because I didn't. So I actually had to dig deep and like, okay, well, what does this actually mean? I didn't, I educated myself and I looked at it. And what I discovered was I was actually not doing so bad. I was becoming more profitable, but I didn't understand that for all of these months. So while you never want your revenue to decline, you know, I was living in a panic for six months. And if I had just known, the story would have been entirely different. I would have realized what was happening and go, okay, things, some things aren't working, but some things are. Let's fix the other thing, right? And when you have that information, and so for me, it was bottom line profit, or as Mike McCallowitz would say, that should be their top line profit first, right? right? That's right. (laughs) But I didn't understand that. And there's all, you know, you think about like how cash is coming in and going out of your business. It's just a whirlpool for most people. And so the first thing is really recognizing you have no idea and that's okay. So let's work on that. (laughs) Totally. So like, I'm thinking as, you know, we at at our agency have worked with tons of clients, you know, we have multiple businesses. And I think the one number people always want to know is revenue, right? It's always revenue. It's always revenue, which is hilarious because it doesn't really, I mean, you need to get to certain levels of scaling for there to be, you know, ways that you can save money, right? There there are certain levels, right? We're not talking about $100 versus $200 here, right? But totally, like I'm so with you. So how do you get there? How do you get to a place where people can actually look at a dashboard that matters and is actually going to show them bottom line? Do you have any solutions? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, first, you know, you have a few choices. You can, you can do your own bookkeeping if you have that sort of patience, if you can't afford to hire somebody or you can hire someone who, and for me, you know, I did hire someone, but it wasn't the right someone. And so the important thing for me now, you know, when I started the bookkeeping business, I was all about like, you need to have this tool and that tool and this measurement and that data. But after, you know, almost two years now, I'm realizing, no, no, it's actually who you have. Somebody who can look at the information and who has a good perspective and can tell you what's going on in your business. Because 
you know, we entrepreneurs, we're not chart readers. We're not, you know, number readers usually. So I go back to when I first got it, started getting into entrepreneurship, Robert Kiyosaki reading the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. And I reread that after I sold the business and I realized what he was really talking about. That whole book can be summarized in increase your financial literacy. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's exactly, it's funny. I actually just reread that last week. It was like a day that it took me to read yeah. it because I was like, oh, I understand this a thousand times more than I did when I first read this. Financial yeah. <laughs> literacy and buy assets, not liabilities. Yes. So, there you go. We there you it go. We saved you <laughs> some time, folks. Those two things. Yeah. So how do you, I mean, like how, okay, if you want to get tactical, yes, you can use a tool like Zero or QuickBooks, learn how to use it, get in all of your transactions, categorize them, all of that. That'll give you the information. But like, that's the base layer. So we talk about a, a few concepts in running your business and your finances, right? We talked about cash flow. There's some other things you can look at KPIs, you can look at these metrics, but all of those are built on top of the foundation of your general ledger software, which is your accounting software like QuickBooks or Xero. We, we recommend Xero. And so that will give you the base layer right there. It'll generate your P&L. By the way, everyone knows the P&L, but what most people don't pay attention to is the cash flow statement mm -hmm. or the balance sheet. And that is really what tells you what's going on. Because what most people do is they get this profit and loss sheet and they scan right down to the bottom line. This is what I used to do. And they go, okay, let's say, for example, $10,000 for this month, whatever number that is. And so you think, okay, I, I remember what I had in the bank account last month, just add 10,000. That's what I should have in the bank account now. No, it doesn't work like that. It, it, it doesn't work like that, people. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's important is to have this base foundation. And I think really to get somebody to explain this to you in ways that you can understand, because I was asking my account and all these questions, I couldn't understand at all what he was talking talking about. And he didn't seem to understand my concerns. So it was like disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about scaling. First of all, it's, it's a, you know, it's a pretty hip term, especially in, in the e-com world, right? I mean, this is secrets to scaling your e-commerce brand. It's funny because I will be asking you the question, you know, what's your secret to scaling? And it's a little bit tongue in cheek sometimes, right? Because sometimes it actually doesn't matter, right? Like scaling actually could be potentially the exact same revenue and you could have doubled your profit. Now, as people are scaling their business and scaling their revenue, what is something that you see people doing wrong? This is such a good question. We, we could talk for a long time about this, but I'll tell you what irritates me so much. And I know it's it's just part of life, but you see all over social media, everything, everyone's like, let's scale, 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 10X, bro. You know, like, uh, and, <laughs> totally. and they're all... <laughs> <laughs> they're always only talking about increasing sales. They're almost never talking about the rest of your business. And what happens, I like to use this as kind of a thought experiment. So right now in your business, where are you? You would, if you would like to 10X, right? That'd be great. Even 2X would be awesome, right? Yeah. But think about your business right now because you are where you are. By, de by default, you are at 1X. And at 1X, you have problems in your business, right? So like whether that's fulfillment, that's product issues, who knows what it is, angry customers, like you could call a few to mind. Maybe some things have happened this week. So if you multiply your sales by 10, you will also multipl multiply your problems by 10. 
And usually more than that, because these things compound on themselves. So could you handle all of that? Could you handle the increased orders and all of this? So, you know, maybe, but maybe not. Could you handle the increased, you know, if you're going to have to buy new orders of your your inventory, right? Can you come up with that much cash? Maybe, maybe not. So like, I what I would like is to have a more sensible, holistic conversation like, okay, so yeah, let's talk about this. Let's start with 2x. Okay, what's it going to take to be able to take those sales, but also deliver them? You know, in e-commerce, right? We've got to fulfill. If you can't fulfill, you get refunds, chargebacks, all of that. Angry customers spreading hate about your brand, right? Yeah. Nobody wants that. So, you know, I think it's time to have a conversation about like, you know, how do you do this? And for a lot of people, that means building your team, right? Building your systems, thinking about where your bottlenecks are. So that that's what I like to to get into. Yeah. So, okay. And a question to go along with that, because we still have, we've got a little bit of time here. So do you, if you're going to 2X your sales, do you 2X your team? Is that well, reasonable to do? This is what I love is this is where it connects to your finances, your numbers, because that's exactly what happens when people start building their team. And, and actually most, I think most business owners start out as solopreneurs and we get into this uh, habit of just doing everything ourselves. And then maybe we'll hire somebody, right? And, and like yeah. have a little mini me version doing all the same things. But once you actually see the power of real delegation, like not just here's click here sort of a thing, but here's an objective. You're in charge of this. You decide how it gets done. Go get it done. When you start to see the power of doing that, I think people's minds like open up and you go like, oh, I need to hire everybody. <laughs> right? <laughs> but of course, you can't afford to do that. And so so then it comes back to, well, what can you afford? So what's beautiful, you, you brought up Profit First. So for those listening, if you may or may not know what Profit First is, it's a simple cash management tool where you're allocating percentages of your income to different buckets. So like inventory, like marketing, like staff, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah. And you can allocate these things. And so what that does is it makes it really, really easy to build budgets. So, you you know, most people when they do like people, some people have these crazy uh, forecasting spreadsheets and cash flow, this and that. And like, oh my gosh, it makes my head spin. And I have a bookkeeping business, but profit first makes it so simple. You can just decide, okay, 30% of our real revenue is going to be staff, right? So if I want to hire one person to uh, handle this current bottleneck to increase our capacity, okay, great. That may help us increase our revenue. So that's staff account is going to grow. Okay. Now we can afford to bring on the next one. Where's the next bottleneck? So it takes you from, I guess, oh, what's the word? Reacting to planning and executing. So when you combine these things, like that's, this is what I love. Most people talk about knowing your numbers or get your bookkeeping done because you have to. I take it in a different context. No, you do this because it allows you to make decisions and scale. Mm. That's why we're doing this. Absolutely. I mean, from running Profit First now for, I don't even know how many years it's been, the clarity that I have when I look in the bank is incredible. Because I can look and see, I'm like, oh, wow, we've got one for employees. I'm like, huh, that's really high right now. We're actually probably over budgeting for employees that we need, unless we now realize that there's some fulfillment issues or maybe some customer service issues. Maybe we actually do need to use that same percentage, but it's just, it's such easy math when you look at things. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. I got to ask you the question I ask everybody, what is your secret to scaling? Secret to scaling? I guess I would say not forgetting that it's not all about sales. That was not a, not a correct (laughs) sentence. (laughs) (laughs) The secret to scaling to me 
is is planning, is strategic planning, yeah. looking at your business holistically and looking at your budget and going, where do we need to bring someone in next? And then doing that. Absolutely. I got three more questions for you here. Uh, this used to be, I used to call it our lightning round, but it's, I'm too slow. So we're, we're not going to call it, we're not going to get too excited. We're just going to call it our bonus questions for now. Okay. Awesome. Because um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of slow too. <laughs> Yeah, perfect, perfect. We, we, we both, we don't need to pretend like we're, you know, doing lightning stuff. First question, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? I was thinking about this. That's actually hard to, I think Rike. Rike is our project, project management software. I don't know that it's the best one, but it's what we use and it's great. It allows us to systemize so many things. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. I've never heard of that before. So I'm going to have to look into that after. It's like, you know, it's like Asana, ClickUp. I've been hearing so many great things about ClickUp lately. Everybody is saying this is the best. So maybe that's the best, but we don't use it. <laughs> oh man. Switching project management softwares is a huge deal. So yeah. just if it's working for you, just keep using it. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? I have loved for a very long time the Tropical MBA podcast. Oh, uh, you heard of it? I've never listened to that before. Oh man, it's great. It's all about business and building thoughtful location independent or lifestyle businesses. Cool. And they take a lot of inspiration from, you know, the four hour work week. Anyway, it's just a Great. It's great conversations with great people about business. Cool. Cool. That's great. Last question for you. If you could sit down with anybody for an hour, they have to be alive, have some coffee, tea, beer, or wine. Who would it be? Anybody for an hour. Oh, geez. And I'm going to call them up after this too. So <laughs> can I say my wife? Oh, that's such a nice answer. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's we a sit great down, answer. But you know, it's not often like, especially in the era of COVID, like date nights are kind of non-existent. Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We've really tried to do like the once a week date night, even, you know, though it's just patios right now. It's uh, yeah. That's a, what a great, I'm going to go tell my wife that you just said that. That's, that's a great answer. Awesome. Isaac, thanks so much for coming on. I would love to know before you go, where can people find out more about you and more about your services? Because I feel like people are looking for good advice, good services based in this niche right now in e-commerce specifically, because there's different needs, right? Than other businesses. So where, where can people find out more about you? Sure. Well, absolutely. So I'm happy to connect how, whatever works for you. If you want to listen to the podcast that's next level e-commerce wherever you get your podcasts and you can check out our services so we do of course bookkeeping and we help with profit first and we do uh, help people build their teams and systems and all of that can be found at summitecommerce.co but you can you can reach out to me any way you'd like like if you can find me on facebook i'm sure you can search any of that i'm happy to connect also if you want to just email i'm i can give that out it's isaac i-s-a-a-c at summit e-commerce Commerce.co. I love chatting with people, so I'm always happy to meet, make new connections. Awesome, Isaac. I will make sure to put that uh, all in the show notes. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. We hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing. 
and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.